Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. My name's Alexis, and I am your host on this podcast. As always, this podcast is sponsored by Chocaloha. Check out Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio and get 10% off all apparel, stickers, hats, uh, cool little accessories like keychains and stuff like that. They just got a new shipment of the limited edition uh, cat spats, which are pretty cool. I can't rock them. Uh, they don't look good on me, but they are still pretty cool. Um, check out the lucky cat spats. Those are pretty cool, actually. I like the design. It's really, uh, it's really different. Um, again, Chocaloha.com. They got a couple of tees left uh, from the vintage designs that they reissued. Use the promo code, get a discount, leave them a note, tell them I said that they're awesome, and tell them yourself that you think they're awesome because they are awesome. So thank you very much to Chocaloha.com for supporting the podcast. Also, if you're in the uh, business of looking for some cool new stuff to add either to your wardrobe or to your uh, office home, walls gym academy walls whichever i have uh some of my photography and some of my jujitsu art up for sale you can check it out on my website mycosmicjourney.com all one word my cosmic c-o-s-m-i-c journey j-o-u-r-n-e-y just in case you guys don't know how to spell mycosmicjourney.com check it out it's a blog that i've been working on and moving forward it has everything from articles that i posted new episodes of the podcast uh, a lot of my photography from everything running around that I've been doing and it's going to get even crazier for me in the next couple of weeks because there's a lot of stuff going down. But check it out, mycosmicjourney.com. Get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a canvas print of some of my photos. Help support me with keeping this podcast alive because the more you guys get off of that, the less I have to go outside and do all the crazy stuff to work. I like doing this podcast. I want to keep on pushing it, which is why I'm doing today's episode. I don't get any percentage from uh, Chocaloha, but I love supporting them because they support me and they're an awesome company. So go to their website as well. You know, it's almost Friday. You can splurge a little bit. I'm sure you already paid your taxes. Summer's over. You know, you're not going back to school because you're old. You need to just go back to work. But anyway, go check out mycosmicjourney.com. Check out Chocaloha.com. Let's get this bitch going. All right, all right, all right. And we're back in business. I know I've been slacking a little bit on the podcast. I'm trying to uh, keep things moving. Unfortunately, I couldn't get... Robin Van Roosmalen to do the podcast because he bailed out on me because he had to go back home and get ready for his next fight uh, in September. So good luck to Robin. He owes me a podcast. I'm working on getting other people. Hopefully I can uh, snag somebody to do the podcast with me this weekend so I can release it as soon as possible. But for today, it's just me talking shit. Fuck you if you don't like it. And if you like it, fuck you too because you guys are cool. Um, there's a lot of shit that's going down, man. I have been busting my ass lately. Luckily, I've been able to get back into training. It's been a little bit tough lately just because, again, I got fucked up in a car accident a couple of weeks ago. Feeling a little bit better. My neck and my back is uh, still a little weak, so I'm just slightly uh, going a little bit tougher each week. Um, busting my ass, man. There's a lot of stuff going down. Um, cool enough, I got to do a little impromptu photo shoot the other day with... Uh, uh, Kamaru Usman, Luke Rockhold, and Anthony Johnson uh, as they went to go do their strength and conditioning workout, which was awesome. Thank you very much for hitting me up uh, to do your photo shoot, guys. I had a blast. It's always fun to uh, to listen to these guys talking shit. Even when they're being serious and focused, man, they're always having fun. So that was pretty cool. Um, congratulations to my homie Vulcan Ozdemir who won his fight in the hell was it like 42 seconds something crazy like that um 26 seconds i know man the dude's a beast uh it's always fun working with him i do a lot of all uh, his photos i do all his videos and stuff uh super cool guy 
he's busted his ass to get to where he's at. And uh, it's funny because people think he's just, you know, came out of nowhere, just flying up the ranks. Like, no, the guy's been doing it for a while. If you do a search for Vulcan Ozdemir, you'll see the the crazy fights that he's been in and the crazy knockouts that he's had. Uh, lots of jujitsu and MMA going down in the next couple of weeks. Not only that, but you got Floyd and Connor, which I'll get to later because I'm sure you guys aren't fucking fed up enough with everybody's bullshit opinion on that fight. But I want to talk shit about it too because I got a lot of shit to say. This weekend, as far as jujitsu is concerned, man, I'm super stoked. XFN is going to be hosting a combat jujitsu tournament at Florida Atlantic University. If you guys are in town, go check it out. Support XFN. Uh, my good friend Daniel K runs it. Uh, he's always been super supportive of my uh, work, and you know I do the same for him. Um, Daniel actually really loves the sport of MMA and jujitsu and combat sports, and he is super um, helpful to all the fighters. You know, like just like any other promoter, though, he's got to deal with a couple of dummies, and that's just the way the fight business is. But Daniel does everything he can to to really help these fighters. Uh, move forward in their career man and he puts on a good show for for being a, a one-man band for so long and now like slowly building up a team they're doing a fucking sick job so i'm really stoked to be able to be their photographer um for their last couple events i've done a few of their events uh, at the very beginning now back to doing it pretty much all the shows this weekend is combat jiu-jitsu lots of slaps Lots of chokes and submissions. Um, he's got a pretty cool setup, man. So I'm really stoked to uh, to be a part of it. It's going to be at, like I said, at Florida Atlantic University. Check out XFN Fights on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, get your tickets. I'll be there. Come and take a photo with me. Say what's up. Flip me the bird. It's always fun. That one's going to be pretty cool. It's at 12, and it's actually streaming. Uh, let me look real quick. Hopefully I don't fuck up the... Uh, the recording it's going to be on fight.tv but fight is spelled f-i-t-e dot tv so you can stream it from home um definitely go check it out support the cause if you heard the noise the ac just kicked in because it's somewhere in florida and i'm sweating oh and by the way today's my birthday so today is a little bit of a special podcast um it's my birthday uh so if you guys want to wish me a happy birthday go for it if you feel like sending me something go for it you know i am partial to uh to good beer and pizza so i will take as much of that as uh humanly possible uh what else is going on oh next week uh titan fc so next week is going to be a bit of a uh a tough week for me because it is fight week no i'm not fighting i'm just taking the photos but Fight week is always crazy, and uh, everybody becomes part of Team No Sleep. Uh, should be doing a couple of podcasts, one or two maybe, with uh, with Titan FC COO Lex McMahon. Uh, I think we're going to try and get Shorty Torres on, uh, on the Titan podcast. For sure, I'm going to have Shorty on my podcast because I love talking shit with that guy. I uh, ran into him a few weeks ago up north at the IKF. Uh, World Classics Kickboxing Championship, him and uh, Master Bob, um, super cool guys. Uh, Shorty is as good of a fighter. He is super humble. It's always fun to uh, to hang out with him, so it was cool running into him. But, yep, next week is Titan FC. There's a lot of sick fights on that card, and I feel bad for my friend Lex McMahon because he's the promoter, COO, and fight maker. So, like I said, you know, sometimes fighters don't want to take the fights or they act like they want the fights and bail out last minute or all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, if I could tell you some of the, the bailout stories and excuses that he's told me he's received, you'd be surprised. That's why, like, when someone like Amanda Nunez says she can't fight because she's got sinus problems, I believe, because it's such a high level. But when it comes to like the lower um, promotions and stuff like that, not that Titan is low, it's just not UFC. It's a pro level, but it's not you know the UFC or Bellator. Some of the stories that these guys put out, man, are absolutely nuts. I wish I could tell you some of them. Uh, I don't know if I have the leeway yet to uh, to divulge that information. But for the most part, the guys that you constantly see on Titan FC are legit bad motherfuckers that want to fight. And they bust their ass, man. And there's a reason why there's so many guys from 
Titan FC that go into the UFC. Uh, it's just because Lex vouches for them and he pulls the strings whenever he can. Obviously, he's not like a miracle worker, but um, there's been a lot. And if you've been watching the uh, Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series, almost I think every week except for one, there has been one to two Titan FC alumni on the fight card for the night. And I'll be honest with you, that's pretty awesome, but I love now watching the Snoopcast. When it first came out, I was like, oh, man, this is kind of bullshit. Like, really? Like, why would you do that? I, f- I started feeling like maybe it was demeaning to the sport. Like, you hear Ally Aquinta and whatever everybody else, like, complaining about. But then once I started listening to it, it's not that far off from the shit that we say at home, you know. It's just we're not as sometimes as creative as Snoop and Uriah. Um, but it's pretty fun. I like it. And, but I also hate a lot of the commentators outside of people like Joe Rogan. Um, Joe Rogan is awesome. I can't really stand Mike Goldberg, but honestly, when I hear some of the other commentators, they're fucking garbage and I would kill to have Goldberg back. Um, John Anik is the shit. He's the man. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everybody's names right now. But, you know, Dominic Cruz is awesome. Uh, a couple of the other guys are really awesome. But then there's people that are just absolute dog shit as commentators. Um, there's, like, the one guy that was, like, the WWE commentator. And he does stuff for, for other, like, organizations. Oh my god, that guy's fucking garbage. Where, like, every other question he turns around to, to whoever is commentating with him saying, like, What do you think? What do you think? It's like, oh, I'm going to make up some bullshit like I pretend I know what I'm talking about. But what do you think? So that way I'll just piggyback off of what you say because you sound like you know what you're fucking talking about. And then it'll make it sound like I'm fucking knowledgeable. Fuck you, dude. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um. Anyway, yeah, check out Titan FC. Showdown Joe and Kamaru Usman are actually the commentators on that. Showdown Joe is awesome. And Kamaru is obviously Kamaru. Uh, he's pretty knowledgeable. I would say at the very least. So it's a good show. If you guys are in town, please come out. Get your tickets. It's at Pembroke Pine City Center. If you see me running around taking photos, stop me. Say what's up. Take a shot with me. Photo-wise, we'll save the alcohol for later. And enjoy the fights. It's also going to be on UFC Fight Pass. So you may or may not and most likely will see me running around with my Chocoloha shirt on because that's pretty much all I wear now. Um taking photos so it's pretty cool i think i should probably do like a giveaway whoever gets like the funniest photo uh off of a fight pass of me running around i should probably give them something for free what i'll give away i don't know yet but let's see let's see if it happens let's see if i got enough people tuning in for that uh what else is going on it's actually a pretty busy month for jujitsu and next month it's crazy too uh what do we got going on we have oh fight to win uh, Fight to Win Pro 44 is actually this weekend as well, uh, the 12th, uh, which is Saturday. So you can actually go from watching the XFN fights to watching the Fight to Win fights and pretty much have an entire afternoon of jiu-jitsu, which I'm pretty good with. Um, the Fight to Win uh, card is actually pretty cool too. Um, let's see who's fighting on there. Oh, you got Yuri Samoas is on there for the main event versus Travis Stevens, which is for sure going to be a good match. Um, and then you have, which is crazy to me, as a co-main event, you have Gabriel Gonzaga versus Sean uh, Durfee. Uh, if you don't know who Gabriel Gonzaga is and you watch fight sports, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. That's the guy that put, who crow-copped, crow-cop, which I kind of hate as a phrase, but it really is what it is. The guy, he finished with a bad record. I think he probably stayed in too long. But you're talking about a heavyweight with legit grappling. I think nine of his uh, wins were by submission. Never been submitted in the cage. So for sure, that's going to be an entertaining fight. Um, you got, who else you got? Uh, I'm trying to read this while talking into the mic at the same time. Um, uh, Hobson Maumau versus uh, Vinicius Silva. I'm telling you, it's a pretty stacked card. It's a lot. There's a lot of fights. And honestly, you'll, you'll get your money's worth. That one's going to be on flow grappling. Um, so that one's definitely worth the money just for the month on, uh, on flow grappling and not like I make money. 
And as well, this month in jiu-jitsu, you have the uh, the 2017 uh, Masters and the Pro League Heavyweight Grand Prix. Um, the Heavyweight Grand Prix is pretty cool because you're going to have um, Bouchesha, Leandro Lowe, Galvao. Uh, who else is going to be on there? Uh, dude, it's fucking nuts. I mean, just, just those three alone to be able to watch in a, in a Grand Prix tournament will be pretty cool. Um, and then you got Masters uh, later on this month, which is going to be cool. Um, it's been my goal for the last two years to do Masters, and fucking life sucks, man. Something always ends up coming up and screwing shit up for me. But I'll make it to Masters one day, whether it's to take photos and or to compete, but I'll be out there. I'll be honest with you, though. When it comes to events like that, I don't want to go and photograph them. Um, there's a lot of fucking scumbag, douchey photographers in jujitsu. Uh, for the most part, a lot of them are cool. But when you get into like stuff like that, even for MMA, like for the most part, all the guys that I run into in MMA um, are pretty cool. But, um, you know, for like jujitsu, because everybody wants to get that shot. Everybody's trying to get the same shot. And to me, that's boring. As not that I really consider myself an artist or a photographer like everybody else comes like i just want that shot and i have a vision of the shot that i want and i don't want the shot everybody else gets like that's fucking lame like i want that that real candid shot that you have to be there in the moment for you can't sit there and just constantly be staring and like you know when someone's gonna go for this move or that move i want to get the actual candid shot of whether it's you know, someone throwing a kick when it comes to MMA or someone doing like some crazy jump transition into passing the guard. That's the kind of stuff that I like. You know, everyone's got different flavors. Everyone's got different views, which is the coolest part about photography. But I'm going to go there to watch or to compete. Taking photos is I don't feel like getting into arguments with other photographers because then I'll start talking shit and you know, it's just stupid. I don't have that kind of ego when it comes to that. I want to be cool with everyone. But if we're going to start, what happens is you get the little shoulder bumps. Everyone's trying to, like, you know, position themselves. Trust me, homie. I'm six foot four. You're not going to outposition my, my fucking elbows. And I have no problem throwing a little bit, you know, high or low. So I don't want that. I don't want that drama. I just want to get some cool photos and have fun and hang out with people. Um, but anyway, yeah, Masters is going to happen, and then you got this, um, the Grand Prix. Um, but, let's see, when is it? Next month. Next month is when the real shit goes down. Next month is ADCC 2017 World Championships, and it's absolutely fucking insane. If you follow grappling or jiu-jitsu, and you look at this list of people, look, man, if anybody's doing it right, it's the Sheik. Sheik is fucking killing it and he's putting on a show and it's going to be basically the who's who of grappling and even some guys you might not know you're gonna know but I mean like 66 kilos like division you're gonna have Cobrinha you know you're gonna have uh, Paulo Miao and then like they invited Bruno Frazada who uh, I've worked with uh, I did photo shoots and video shoots with him for Tatami Awesome guy, super nice dude, a fucking savage on the mats. He is, like, he'll sit there and be able to, to joke around with you one second and then just, boom, just go at it, train, 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 train. And I watched him go from from coaching to training back to coaching and then hanging out with his family. And it's just the ability he has to to just be in the moment is absolutely crazy and he's a super nice guy. Um and then, let's see, that same division, they got A.J. Agazam, which he hasn't won anything in a while, but whatever. Not that it really fucking matters. Um, Giovanni Martinez, who's a fucking beast. Tanquinho, Augusto Mendez, he's going to be there. Eddie Cummings, like, fuck, man. That's just one division alone. Uh, Barrett Yoshida and Leo Vieira in the same division. Fuck, man. Like, if you're not excited for that alone, then stop watching jiu-jitsu or grappling. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um... Let's see, uh, the men's 77 uh, kilos. You got guys like Wagner Rocha. Uh, 
else? What else is on here? Oh shit, JT Torres, Gary Tonin, Lucas Laprie, my homie Gilbert, Gilbert Burns. He's got he's got quite the fucking uh, division. Um, and Gilbert last time he went to ADCC, him and I were still working together on on doing photos and videos and stuff like that. He got second place, man. Like he was dying i remember talking to him because he was just cutting the weight and you, you got to remember like these guys are cutting weights for like two days three days because you got to come in at weight on the day of the match so it's it's definitely not easy um so that's going to be a great uh, division dj jackson um uh, that 77 kilos is going to be pretty tough for sure and then you got uh all right screw the fucking guys i'll go to the women's division because the women don't get enough respect man um Oh man, women sixty kilos. I wish, I wish I could say this in a happier tone, but Mackenzie Dern. Oh, she's so awesome, but she broke my heart. She's she's dating Bouchesha now, so I can't even like talk shit and say like, oh, you know, you you dropped a zero, get with a hero. Now you can't say that because she's dating Bouchesha. It's like, all right, all right, I'll 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 let you go. I'll let you go. Be still, my heart. Um, Fion Davies. Who's also gonna be coming right off of Polaris? Polaris is in August as well, and I'll go over that in a second. Michelle Nicolini, my my girl Tammy Musumici, she's gonna be heading out there too. Um, I know she just dropped out of EBI because she had some medical issues. Um, look, I'll, I know some people may have kind of like talk shit. Uh, Tammy is a fucking beast. I've had the uh, you know the opportunity to train with her. Um, to be coached by her and honestly just a few months that I worked with her and Mikey my game jumped tremendously and I wish I could still train with them and work with them and stuff but Tammy's never backed down and stuff and if she ever says that she can't do something it's because she literally physically can't do it and even then she still might try to do it um, you know she had that match a couple of years ago where she had her arm bent over backwards and twisted and then snapped and she still kept going um i know she talks about it like you know that's nothing to be proud of that she should have tapped but look man i know plenty of guys that would tap in that situation so more power to her um i kind of think that she was so focused she didn't even know her arm was in that situation um gabby garcia which is kind of like for me whatever um I have no disrespect for Gabby, but some of the shit that she's doing in the MMA stuff, like, I I kind of just can't fucking bother with anymore. She is an athlete. I give her respect for her jujitsu. She trains. But you can't fucking tell me you're kicking someone in the face or poking them in the eye and then, you know, oops, my fault. Like, that's bullshit. Like, either stick to jujitsu and, and really go with it after that. But don't fucking go into MMA and pull dirty shit one way after another and say they're all accidents. Because if you're making that many mistakes, then, then you need to go back. You need to go back to the drawing board. Um, Jessica Flowers. Uh, yeah, uh, Tara White. like Samantha Cook. It's ADCC this year is going to be absolutely fucking beastly. Um, you, you guys need to make sure you do not miss that. That's one where... Whoever says you got got to do something that weekend, tell them to go fuck themselves. You're going to be sitting in front of your computer, in front of your TV, and you're going to be watching ADCC. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Polaris. Yeah, I got to pull up the Polaris card. I kind of don't want to fuck with my computer too much because I don't want it to mess up. But Polaris is going to be crazy because Dylan Danis has been talking tons of shit. Um, and I'm really, really curious as to what's going to happen on the on that card polaris always puts on an amazing event so uh you guys definitely need to follow polaris i've been fortunate enough to do some work with the the guys from polaris um and it's always a blast working for them they're super uh, laid back and friendly and they're they always want to make sure that they only do stuff that benefits the fighters um, even with all that shit talking that's going on with Polaris, like, yeah, they want to sell the card, but they never do anything that would be scummy. So I really give them props on that because they do put on an amazing show. And that's all that I can think about off the top of my head. But again, it's been crazy um, few weeks for me. So I'm kind of in a blur. 
as far as to what's been going on in the world of jiu-jitsu and MMA. Uh, oh, shout out to my to my boy in the meantime. Speaking of MMA, Andre Sukmat, who got fucking robbed. He got robbed at UFC Mexico City. That was absolutely fucking bonkers. He was dictating the pace the entire fight. Um, he got taken down uh, once or twice, but nothing really fucking happened on the ground. I think really what happened was the fight may have been closer from from people that I've been hearing about on uh, that were there at the fight or them were like uh, watching it said that it was closer than what it looked like on TV. But at the end of the day, like Andre fucking floored the guy with a jab multiple times. He kept control of the fight 95 percent, 90 percent. And even if you would say he would have lost one round, he won three rounds. It was a good fucking fight. He put on a fucking show, but he got robbed, man. And he really took it to heart. That's, uh, you know, his only two UFC fights so far, and he's lost them both. Um, first one, I think, was by submission. Second one is just he got flat out robbed, man. And I think that's bullshit. I wish that there was a way for him to get that back. But you know what? I've been fortunate enough to know Andre for, for a while now. He's a fighter, so I know he's going to come back and do good um and then dc john jones that was so fucking crazy man that was so nuts and if you honestly thought that dc could have won that fight you're a fucking idiot and i come to find out today that john was actually injured coming into that fight he got injured uh like two or three days before the fight which i don't know if i'll believe or not i kind of believe but if john jones just beat dc injured fucking light heavyweight division is in for a real fucking long lull because it's going to be a while before someone can take him down um hopefully he can manage to keep his nose clean like literally um as someone that's worked in the music industry for a long time and has worked with fighters for a long time and pretty much like people just with that live at a at a higher uh rpm when you live like that, sometimes it's tough to really say you went full clean. Some people can pull it off and they're completely clean and, you know, they live the straight and narrow. And some people will pretend to themselves that they're, they're cleaned up and, you know, will sneak in a little something, something, a little something extra, you know, on a weekend here and there. Uh, you know, it's all right. It's been a couple of months. Uh, I, I can handle it now. I can do it. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, I'm a big fan of John Jones, even though I'm sure he comes off as a dick. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy to see, uh, you know, him coming back. I love a good comeback story. Um, I don't have anything personal with anybody really in the UFC, so I think there's only a couple of people that I would say like they're fucking dicks. Fuck them. But no, man, good for John. I'm happy for him. But what I'm really interested in is my man Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. Now, there's a lot of people that have been talking about this. And, oh, there's the AC again. I know I'm going to get so much shit for this fucking audio on this podcast. Guys, I'm trying. Just go with it, right? I'm just just a man try, trying to, to make do with what he's got. Um, Conor McGregor versus Floyd has been such a fucking circus right now, man. With the, the tour that they did, like three or four days, I think they could have been good with like two, three or four was kind of pushing it. Um, I think they kind of ran out of material after a while. But at the end of the day, Connor definitely put the schooling on on uh, Floyd as far as uh, the shit talking. The whole form Voltron thing was kind of funny. Um, what I think was even funnier was the fact that Dylan Dennis thought that he could fucking step up against uh Floyd security guards which don't get me wrong like I would I think that Dylan could fucking handle each and every one of those guys very handedly but afterwards I, I read some comment somewhere where he said like I know Connor had my back on that like eh, I don't know about it bro I don't know about all that I don't know if Connor was really going to risk his hands to help you fight off Floyd security um but again that's not me. There was that was a show that they put on. Um, Connor for sure won that. But there was so much stupid shit talking. Now, mind you, I am not an expert in boxing. 
I'm not going to say that I'm more knowledgeable than anybody else uh, in anything other than like music or guitars or something like that. But the stupid shit that people are saying, like, let's take, let's make this very clear. This is all stipulating that none of this is a job, that this is a legitimate fight that has not been rigged where it's a there's it's not a wwe there's nobody that's got paid nobody is fucking just you know getting worked on this one let's say this is a legitimate fight that's the premises that i'm going under for someone to say someone in the boxing world to say connor has no chance whatsoever is so fucking stupid because anybody with two hands that can throw them as fast and hard as Connor does has a chance to do some damage. It is not an amazingly large chance, but if you're telling me that Connor can fucking hit Floyd at any point in time and it's going to do zero damage to Floyd, then you clearly don't know shit about boxing or you're just sitting there and taking shit so personal that you're not actually looking at this analytically. I think Connor has four, maybe five rounds in him for the opportunity. That's if Floyd doesn't figure him out within those four rounds. Floyd is probably going to need two rounds to really like nail down Connor. If he nails him down, then Connor is in for a long night of swinging and missing for sure. Um, I know a lot of people have said it like Connor's going to have to make it dirty. He's going to have to do. And I, again, I'm no expert. Uh, I forget the, the fights that that's, this has been done at, but I think it was like Mike Tyson and uh, Evander Holyfield or something like that, where it's just, they're going to have to, you're going to have to hold on to him. You're going to have to hold on to him and just tie him up and just really drag him out. Like if you want a real strategy for Connor to, to win and go, all 10 rounds with uh, with um, with Floyd, he's going to have to wrap him up, tire him out, and tire him out. Strike for the first four rounds and then spend the next five rounds holding on to him, holding on to him. Drop your weight, clinching. Throw a couple of like like pops in the clinch. Maybe a couple of dirty shots for the, the ref to give you a warning, but you get them in. Hold him, hold him, hold him, tire him out. And then in the last round, just fucking hammer down and just start throwing everything you possibly can. Body shots are going to be big, but everyone's going to tell you that. That's nothing fucking new. But to me, that's the only way that Connor can actually win-win this fight. Floyd is going to figure him out in the first two, three rounds, and it's going to be a lot of the standard Floyd backing up, backing up, baiting him, throwing a couple of shots at him, you know, slipping and then moving around. Um... For sure, Floyd is never going to stand and trade with him. He's not. He's not stupid. He knows, obviously, what the fuck he's doing. It's just not going to happen. My thing, and I've been saying this from day one, this is 100% the storyline for Rocky 1. Albeit a little bit different because of Conor's MMA route. But if you look at it, it's the same story. It's a guy who came from nothing, worked his way up to the top, and now he's fighting number one. Because people are going to think it's a show. And, you know, he doesn't really have a chance. And if Connor goes the whole fight, he goes all 10 rounds, he's going to sit there and just go all out, right? That's going to be an automatic win. Because, again, unless Connor gets knocked the fuck out, there's no way that anyone's going to say he lost. You get the stupid guys, oh, see, I told you that Connor can't fucking win. But. It's a win for him because then he can say, look, you fucking dummies. I came from MMA. I supposedly had no boxing. I took literally your number one fighter alive and basically one of, if not the best fighter of all time. And he didn't do anything to me. And I put him through hell, which is further than what anybody else has gone through. Um, I guarantee you he's going to take him farther than anybody else. Zab Jude is still garbage. You know, I don't know why people put that. Like, Zab Judah did rock Floyd. Uh, I think Madonna rocked Floyd, too. 
Um, but, you know, um, Pacquiao didn't do shit to Floyd. It's um, it's a good fight. I think regardless of whatever anybody says, it's going to be a good fight. It's not going to be anything crazy. Um, I think Connor is a lot smarter than people give him credit for, especially Pauli Malinaji, which I'll get into in a second. But um, I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's definitely going to be a fight for the ages. Unless, it, again, as long as it's not a work job, um, I think you guys are going to see it probably one of the most amazing fights of all time. And if anybody wants to sit there and have this argument with me, I'm really not going to do it because you're most likely going to say some stupid shit about Floyd. Like I don't already know that he's one of the best and it is a fucking tough hill to climb for people in boxing, let alone an MMA fighter who's never boxed. Like guys, he's got to box every fucking day in the gym, unless it's wrestling practice or jujitsu. He's fucking throwing fists. He's, Knows how to fucking throw a punch, especially when he's fucking knocked out people. So don't don't give me any of that shit. Anyway, um, it's um, like Floyd is one of the best, man. And yeah, the way you got to look at it this way is, yes, professional boxers, guys that have been doing it since they were fucking five years old, couldn't solve Floyd Mayweather. Why? Because Floyd's been fighting since he was two years old and he's seen it all. So it's very easy for him to analyze something that he's seen a million times. He hasn't seen Connor a million times. He hasn't seen Connor's style a million times. So it's going to be one of those things, like I said, that the first couple of rounds is going to be like, oh, what the fuck is going on? All right, I get your movement. I see what's going on. I'll stay outside of your range, find your range, see the movement, see the footwork, and see where the gaps are. Um, so you, you can't say like, I know how this is going to play out when this has never happened before. I can't wait for it. I sure as fucking hell am not buying a ticket to go see it. And, um, I am definitely not going to be giving them a fucking hundred, hundred twenty dollars of my fucking money for pay-per-view. I'm going to go to a bar, drop 10 bucks on entry fee, and then I'll drop 20 on beer and food. And then spending the rest of the night talking shit. Um, you know, I'm not going to give these guys all my fucking money. They already got money. Papa Alex needs money too. So it's bullshit. And be careful too, by the way. If you're going to try and go to the fight, don't buy stupid scalper tickets. And don't fucking, don't let these fucking restaurants charge you outlandish money to go and fucking watch a fight. Because that's bullshit. I can't stand that shit. I remember I've walked into into bars that are fucking empty, and they were showing. Uh, I think it was the la- one of the Pacquiao fights, and the the fucking manager comes up and like, "Oh, uh, you got to pay ten dollars for what? So you can watch the fight because you're here for the fight. Are you charging ten dollars to sit outside the bar? No, it's for inside. I'm like, then go fucking watch the fight outside the bar. Fuck you, you piece of shit. You never show fights, and now all of a sudden you're gonna show a fight and like charge people an extra ten dollars above the food. Fuck you. No wonder this place is fucking empty. Um, I get it. Like what people don't know is that they don't have to pay the hundred dollar fee that you know, or fifty dollars, sixty dollars, whatever the pay per view is. Restaurants have to pay a much larger fee because they're distributing the signal to several TVs. But still, fuck you. You're you're fucking making money off this shitty food. Don't charge me ten bucks to go watch a fight. Um and here's a little known fact. Uh a lot of the times, companies, uh, cable companies and stuff like that, or like the UFC and uh, and other guys like Showtime, HBO, or whatever, whenever they show these fights, they actually have spies that go from bar to bar to uh, see if the bar is playing fights, see how many people are in there, and see how many TVs they're playing it on. And then they report it, and the cable companies or whatever will go and double check to see if this place actually paid for the stream or if they they paid the the streaming fee or whatever the the uh broadcasting fee um because sometimes people try and like you know be slick it's like oh fuck that i'll charge people 10 bucks pay 60 and i'll probably make like a grand or something you know that night or at least a couple extra 100 bucks more so if they get caught like that and I, i've met somebody that did that for uh for a living 
And he said that he's had entire bars shut down because of the fees that they ended up having to pay. So, you know, I get the fees. I'm still not going to fucking pay for it. But that's just me. Uh, again, that's going to be a cool fight. I'm definitely stoked about that. Um, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, the fuck else did I want to talk to you guys about? There was something else that I wanted to say. I can't fucking remember right now. Oh, well. I need to start getting ready for uh, jiu-jitsu class pretty soon. So, watch the Connor fight. That'll be pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of shit that's going down, too, man. Um, the whole Bisping, if you guys haven't heard Bisping... Uh, got robbed and almost drowned. He got robbed twice and almost drowned in Hawaii. So I feel bad for my buddy Bisping. I know a lot of people hate him, but that guy's pretty funny, man. At least he's honest to some wet. And he likes to get wasted. True, true Brit. Likes to get drunk and start fights. Um, so one thing that I do want to talk about is, um, The photography stuff that I do is, uh, I love doing it, you know, and a lot of people tell you there's not a lot of money in photography, and they're right, and there's money in photography if you want to do the stupid bullshit stuff like weddings and stuff like that, which, no, man, I'm not doing. I'm going to go sell crack before I go start fucking photographing bullshit-ass weddings. I don't even want to go to weddings of people that I know, let alone weddings of people that I don't know, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to charge you a lot. I'm going to charge you a lot. You'll get good photos, but I'm still going to charge you a lot. I just find it boring. It's not my it's not my fucking thing, man. Um, but um, I got into a conversation slash argument with somebody that asked me to photograph, uh, photograph them at a jiu-jitsu tournament. And they asked me how much I charged. And when I told them the fee which is actually not a lot, man. It's actually nothing considering the amount of work it is and considering that, you know, the the amount of photos that you get is really um, dependent on how far you go in the tournament. If you lose in the first tournament, my fee, or my fir- in the first match, my fee doesn't fucking change, bro. I still got to get paid too. So if you want to get a photographer for your matches, you got to pay, man. But there's people that are like, oh, well, that's too expensive. Like, hey, man. You got to you gotta pay bills just like I got to pay bills. So don't tell me. I wish I could out this person too because he's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, he, he's like a fucking wannabe poet. And he charges people for his fucking piece of shit poetry. But then he wants to talk shit about me when I want to charge people for an actual tangible good photo. You know? Like this fucking piece of shit actually told me that, oh, that's too expensive for photos, bro. Like. Hey, what school do you go to? And he told me the school. I was like, good. Just so you know now, anybody from your academy that comes to me for photos is going to be paying double. And I'll let them know it's your fault for being rude and disrespectful piece of shit. Um, I just want to get that out there. Man, it feels good to vent. But today's my birthday. And I'm happy. And I'm going to go and train tonight. Uh, little by little get back into the groove of thing and hopefully if there's any good tournaments uh this fall do a couple of tournaments and uh, and go from there this weekend too is uh they got like what the solar eclipse coming not this weekend uh, like in two weeks and then there's like a meteor shower that's gonna be pretty dope so you guys check out uh all my photos at uh, mycosmicjourney.com uh, i have a couple other websites that are post photos up for sale um i get a lot of cool photos that would end up being cool on your uh academy walls just saying um oh there's one thing that i did want to talk about um yesterday i want to say uh ian mccall went on uh ariel helwani's show and it was something clearly wrong with him um and he was talking about how he's probably never gonna fight again because of uh just some brain issues and stuff that that he's having um i'm around a lot of fighters man and thankfully enough, I haven't seen too many that have uh, real uh, brain trauma issues that are clearly visible. Again, it's, you know, they're still young, uh, but that's something that I do pay attention to. Um, but I have met um, boxers uh, that were really, really bad, 
where you would talk to them and halfway through a sentence they would just turn around they look like the dog from uh, from the movie up just squirrel mid-sentence they would just completely either change subject or be off in like a distant world and it's you know it's um it's kind of scary man it's really really scary and it's something that i feel is not talked about in jujitsu a lot uh you know everybody jokes around oh well you know it's uh it's safer than getting knocked out. Yeah, but you're still getting choked out and you are still cutting off uh, blood to your brain. So I think it's, if anything, it's another reason to uh, to learn to tap. You know, I think a lot of people have the ego of not tapping. Um, I myself, uh, when I'm rolling with someone and, uh, you know, they want to be a meathead and they don't want to tap. And I know it's in there. I know the arms in there. I know the chokes in there. Like, I'll just let it go, man. Unless they're being a dick and uh, and they just want to really try and tough it out, then, you know, I, I don't mind choking you until you admit it. But um, but there's a lot of people that are they're willing to sacrifice their arm for a training session, which is stupid. Um, if you listen to some of, like, the best of all time, like Boss Rutan, Boss Rutan will tell you, you know, that I wish I would have taken days off because of my injuries but i had to be the tough guy at the end of the day i'm not getting paid for this um most of us aren't getting paid to to train or compete some some of you guys can uh compete and make money i definitely wish i could do it uh just not at the moment but don't be stupid man don't be fucking dumb and just just so you can sit there and say oh what you think you had a good training session so you're not gonna tap well Hate to break it to you, bro. You still got caught. It's just the other person's decision whether they want to risk their own body to keep the choke in or the uh, the submission in uh, or, you know, let you pass. So don't be an ego prick. And that's actually, you know what? That's the real thing that I really wanted to talk about this podcast because I guess I got brain issues too now. Um, people say that jujitsu is a douchebag filter. I hate to break it to you. It's not. There's a lot of fucking douchebags in jiu-jitsu. Um, fortunately enough, uh, the people that I train with, for the most part, aren't douchebags. There are a couple of douchebags here and there. But for people to say, oh, jiu-jitsu is a douchebag filter. No, it's not. It's not. There's douchebags everywhere you fucking go. And even and even more so at the gym, there's going to be a lot of people that are fucking douchebags. Or you get guys from other gyms that are keyboard warriors and talking shit. I was going back and forth. Earlier this week with someone, and I don't know why I fucking got caught up in it. I try really hard not to get caught up in, in bullshit social media stuff anymore. But I got caught up in it, man. And it was just constantly back and forth, back and forth over who said what at some tournament. Like, there's douchebags. And I think it's really everybody's decision on whether or not they want to be a dick. Like, I try to be nice to everybody. Um... But if you're a dick to me, I'm going to be a dick to you. And that's even if I waste my time with you. Um, if I try and not talk to you, if I'm not really engaging with you in conversation, most likely it's because I think you're a fucking douchebag. And I know I can be an asshole sometimes. I make no fucking qualms about it. I'm a very honest person. If you're a douche, I'll let you know. Um, but don't be a dickhead, man. And if... You come into the gym and you see someone's being a douche, just don't get involved with it. You know, don't get involved with it because then it starts up with fucking gym drama and people talking shit and this, that, and the other. Like, don't get involved with it. Um, karma always comes back around and one way or another, someone will put that person in line. You know, maybe one day it'll be you. Um, I don't think I've ever really had to do that too often. The only time I've ever had to put anybody in line is if they did something dirty to me while we were rolling or it's been um, guys that decided to go hammer down on, on girls in training. And not even some girls are tough, man. Some girls are tougher than the guys. But I mean the guys that are three times the size of the girl in training and they're basically throwing them around and picking them up and doing this that and the other like those are the guys that get hammered down and i never try to be the first one to do it um you know i'll wait for an acknowledgement from a black belt be like do me a favor take care of this or i just 
I say, hey, uh, professor, you know, check out that guy over there. And it's like, all right, I'll take care of it. And they'll usually have the conversation with them. Like, they, sometimes people won't point them out. Again, this hasn't happened in my school now. It's happened in my previous schools where, you know, the teacher would acknowledge everybody and say, guys, you can't do this, you can't do that. Or, you know, if you're going to be a jerk, like, it's going to come back to you. Or they'll just say, all right, you and me, let's go. We're going we're gonna to roll now. So that's just my thing, man. And I've been seeing it a lot lately. There's a lot of douchebaggery. And I fucking can't stand hearing people say, oh, it's a douchebag filter. Like, no. No, there's douchebags. There's douchebags. And if you don't think there are, that's probably because you're the douchebag. So, you know, it's it's the, the old saying, right? Like, one out of three people is an asshole look to your left look to your right and if those people aren't assholes that means you're the asshole um but that's it man that's all i got for today i do have to get ready to go to jujitsu but i want to say i hope you guys have a great week it's my birthday today so i just wanted to put something out there and just kind of say thank you to everyone um i wanted to throw out a couple of stories to you guys uh i'll definitely do that the next solo podcast because i got tons of stories to fucking tell you guys um, but thank you very much for everyone that's taken the time to comment on the podcast, to give me ideas and this, that, and the other. I'm doing everything I can to make this podcast as good as I can, uh, including the audio and the guests. I do have some cool stuff lined up that I'm hoping I can nail down. And after fight week, or even during fight week, I'll be able to do something. But after fight week, I'll have a little bit more time. Daddy's got to pay bills, so daddy's got work to do. Um, but thank you very much to Choke Aloha for sponsoring the podcast, for uh, for all the support. Um, I want to thank everyone for their support. Uh, again, I don't make money off of this, but I do make money off of my artwork and my photography. So if you guys um, want to buy any one of my prints, they're up for sale. Check out mycosmicjourney.com. Uh, check out uh, my Instagram, uh, Sonder Marketing, S-O-N-D-E-R Marketing. Excuse me. Um, for all my photos, if you guys want more behind the scenes stuff, it's up there. I have my personal uh, Instagram too. I got a lot of fucking Instagram accounts. Fuck, that sucks. I'm usually the one preaching that you shouldn't do that, but I kind of have to. Um, but yeah, check out my Sonder Marketing. Check out Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram. Um, I'm doing everything that I can to get things rolling and moving so you guys get more behind the scene access of everything. Check out Titan FC. Um, I've been doing a lot of work, uh, with the videos and the photos for Titan FC leading up to the fight. And, uh, it's actually been a lot of fun. A lot of the fighters are really cool and I get to hang out with a lot of people. Um, you know, the guys that you see on TV, I get to sit there and call friends and, and, uh, I'm really happy about that because they're some of the nicest people I've ever met and I get to work with. So I'm really, uh, uh, humbled at the fact that i can be surrounded by so many passionate people doing what they love just like i do um but yeah please support uh any way that you can thank you everybody that's taking the time to say happy birthday to me um keep them coming because i love a good ego boost every once in a while uh, mycosmicjourney.com go to chokaloha use the promo code jujitsu radio and uh motherfuckers i'll see you on the mat have a good weekend